What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Keep Going Radio. Today's episode, I want to be talking about how to juggle it all as a mom. I feel like I get so many messages from moms who are overwhelmed and just they're asking, how do you have time to do it all? How do you balance your workouts and spending time with your kids and your husband and making meals and how do you have time to get it all done? And so today I wanted to dive into this topic because I think this is a very important discussion for us to start to create as moms. And I'm hoping that this conversation is helpful for for you. And if it is, I would love to hear from you. If this is your first time listening to Keep Going Radio, welcome. I am so happy that you are here. And if you are a longtime listener, I am so grateful for you. If you can, take a minute, just pause the episode right now and go and leave me a review. I love getting feedback from you guys and hearing about what you enjoy from the podcast. Giving me a review also helps bump me up in the iTunes algorithm so more people can hear these messages. So if you're listening, just hit pause, leave me a review on the iTunes app. You can scroll all the way down to the bottom, leave some stars and leave me a review. I'm going to be starting to select people who are leaving reviews every single week to get a free macro recommendation from me. I know some people would love to get a recommendation of their nutrition from me. So if you would like to be the listener of the week, leave a review on iTunes and let me know what you think of this episode. It would mean the world to me. This episode is sponsored by the four week fat loss challenge, my rapid fat loss program, helping hundreds of women around the world lose fat without sacrificing the foods they love or spending hours in the gym. In this program, you receive personalized weekly recommendations to make sure that you are able to see progress without cutting out the foods that you love. This allows you to eat flexibly and work out from anywhere. The workouts are only 35 minutes and they can be done completely from home with a set of dumbbells and resistance bands. Women are losing between five and 15 pounds within the first month, and most of them are eating more than they were before. If you're interested in enrolling into the four-week fat loss challenge, now the four-week fat loss challenge can be enrolled at at any time. You don't have to wait to the start of the month. You can literally scroll down, click the link in this episode, and start today. You will get full access to all of the workouts and the group, and you'll be able to fill out a form to get your custom macro recommendation from me. So if you're struggling with losing unwanted body fat and are just really confused about the proper way to eat to lose fat, this is the course for you. What's up, you guys? Thanks for tuning in. This is something that's been heavy on my heart for a long time, and I recently announced on my Instagram that my family is going to be expecting a new little one. So up until now, I have been a mom to one incredible little boy who's almost six years old, and now we're going to be adding to our family. And now that this is happening, I'm finding myself reflecting back on the days when Rocco was a little baby and how it could be so difficult sometimes to find time for myself. So now I I feel feel really called to have this conversation because I know this is something that so many moms struggle with and I wanted to kind of create a conversation around this. I know that momming ain't easy, you know? I mean, there are so many pressures and things that we feel like we should be doing in order to be considered a quote, good mom. And I honestly think that there are so many different ways to be a good mom. And I I joke with this with my friends and I say it often that I think that Pinterest 
fucked up motherhood. Excuse my language, but I know Pinterest is an amazing tool and I use it to find recipes and get ideas. But when I go on there, I find myself comparing to other moms and thinking, gosh, I didn't do the perfect monthly photos on the blanket saying all of these cute, clever things about each stage that Rocco was in. Like, I was barely able to wash my hair or put a shirt on when Rocco was first born, let alone take monthly themed photos of him. And I think that these pressure, these pressures that we put on ourselves as moms make our lives more difficult. Like, let's think about back in the 80s when I grew up, our moms didn't even have these things. Like late 80s, early 90s, you were lucky if your mom took photos and got them printed out at Savon and put them into an album. We didn't have these crazy perfect updates and all of these filtered beautiful photos that we're seeing other moms put out there. And I know when I go onto certain mommy blogger accounts, I'm incredibly impressed by these beautifully staged photos that are being, you know, put out there with newborns and these cute outfits and all of these things. But I want you to understand that none of that is what makes you a good mom. And if that stuff makes you happy, I'm not trying to discredit anybody or hate on anybody, but I'm just saying for me personally, that's not my style. I've never been one to have these super artsy, creative, perfect photos of my kids, and I've never felt the need to. But I know that so many of my friends feel this pressure to keep up. And I think that we need to remind ourselves that people put out the highlight reel. They're not posting the times where their kid puked all over them. They're not sharing the times when there was a blowout in the diaper in the back seat. They're only sharing those perfect apple picking photos from, from the harvest day. You're only seeing these little glimpses into other moms' lives. So I kind of want to just put it out there and I want to just say, I know I can be a hot mess and I know a lot of moms feel like they can be a hot mess, but that doesn't make you a bad mom. And I think that if we are comparing ourselves to Susie Q with the perfect styled photos and all of the same presets and everything looks perfect, of course you're going to feel inadequate as a mom. So what I want to start by saying is if you're feeling overwhelmed as a mom, I want you to look at the accounts that you're following, the influences that you're having in your life. If there are accounts that are in your feed that make you feel bad about yourself, unfollow them. Those, all of those, all of those feeds, all of those people that you follow, they start to influence us. And whether we realize it or not, when we pick up our phone and we look at these pictures of other people that make us feel inadequate, we judge ourselves. We start to feel bad about where we're at in our lives and compare ourselves to maybe where somebody else is. And I did this. I had women who I was following that had kids the similar age of Rocco, and I was seeing how their bodies were changing and how their kids were behaving and the milestones that their kids were hitting. And I found my Myself, comparing myself and comparing my child. And I think that that's something that can be so toxic to a new mom. There's enough pressure as it is to make sure that your baby is healthy, that your baby's eating enough, getting enough sleep, trying to handle all of the aspects of being a new mom that have nothing to do with having a perfectly styled photo. So I do think that this modern world that we live in, we are inundated with all of these perfectly curated, edited images, and we forget that this is just a small moment in time in a person's life. And of course, we all want to put the best foot forward. 
We all want to make sure that we are putting out something that is beautiful and positive, but I do think that the world is craving more realness. I know I'm craving the realness and So I hope as I go through this pregnancy, I'm able to share both the ups and the downs that I'm experiencing with you guys, because I truly think that there's a need for it. So first step, if it's time for you to do an audit of your influence, do an audit of the accounts that you're following. And if any of the accounts that you're following, including me, make you feel bad about yourself, unfollow them. Be aware of what you allow in your energetic space. Another thing that I think that new moms need to realize is that it, if, if you feel like you need to get everything done every single day, you're going to feel like a failure. And one of the biggest things that I implemented was scheduling myself. I know as a new mom, life can feel so hectic. And so I would just have a task list and only schedule a few things every day. If everything on that task list doesn't get done, then something's going to get bumped to the next day. And it's not a big deal. It's nothing to stress about. But we feel this overwhelm to have all of the dishes done and have our house perfectly clean and have our kids perfectly dressed and have ourselves perfectly dressed and lose all the baby weight right away. And in reality, none of that equates to being a good mom. Your responsibility as a new mom is to love and care for your child. And that is it other than caring for yourself. There is no requirement to take perfectly styled monthly photos. There's no requirement to do it all every single day. I think as moms, we also have to be hyper aware of asking for help. I know that in my marriage, it was something that almost ruined my marriage. I would bottle things up and I would have this running task list of everything that I wanted to get done. And instead of asking my husband to help me, I would just resent him for not knowing what I wanted him to know. And now we are the ultimate communicators. Every single day, we sit down together, we go over what needs to be going on in the business, what needs to be going on in the home, what needs to be going on with Rocco, and we figure out who's going to be in charge of what. Where before, I was just carrying this load and felt like I had to be the one that got everything done. And in reality, my husband was more than willing to help. So if you're feeling the overwhelm and you haven't reached out to your partner and said, this is what's stressing me out, this is what I need you to help me with, then you you are going to have that strain in your relationship. And if you're keeping tallies and keeping track of what one person is doing and what the other is doing, that is just a surefire way for you guys to end up in a fight. I think that, of course, there's going to be days where mom has to do more, especially if you're nursing. It's difficult to pass on tasks to your husband. So we made a deal. If I was doing nighttime nursing, then he was going to be up and doing the diaper changes instead of me just doing all the nursing and just changing the diaper because I was up taking that couple of minutes to wake him up and have him change the diaper made such a big difference for me. And so don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help from your partner, from people around you. And especially if you have friends that are asking what they can do for you, have them sweep your floor or have them put a load of laundry in for you. While it's nice to have somebody come over and hold your baby, it's probably better for you to sit there and do the feeding and allow them to give you a little bit of help. I think that mom life can feel very overwhelming if we are just stacking ourselves with all of these tasks every day and then get frustrated when they don't get done. There are almost always 
a pile of laundry in my laundry room that needs to be either folded or loaded in, there's always going to be a million different things every single day that I could do. But I know if I don't take the time to take care of me before taking care of everyone else, I will be that burnt out, stressed out mom. And I think that if you put all of this pressure on yourself to be perfect, you're going to fail. Like you can't be a hundred percent in every single category of your life. So start to make a priority list. Every single week, I like to sit down and write out what needs to happen for the week. I create a schedule and I look and see, okay, this is when I'll have time to do A, B, and C. And if it's not going to happen that day, I'm not going to stress about it. It doesn't make you a quote bad mom. If you have laundry to do. And so I think that there's so much pressure if we're comparing ourselves to these bloggers with these all perfect white houses with their cactus everywhere and everything looks hunky dory. But in reality, that's not even really what their life looks like. We are being shown only a small portion of their reality that's been curated and edited. So create a, a priority list for yourself. If you're thinking about all of the tasks that you need to get done right now, start to write them out. I know with mom life, we have a million different tasks swirling in our head all the time. We have to get the groceries and we need to turn in the field trip form and we need to do this, this, and this. I use Siri a lot for this. So if I'm driving and I suddenly remember, oh, I need to take the laundry out when I get home, I'll say, Siri, remind me when I get home to take the laundry out. And this helps take that mental load off as a mom. So if you haven't yet, here's an iPhone hack for you. Set your location for your home and then your iPhone will know when you've arrived home and it'll pop up with a reminder, take the laundry out. Little things like this help me from losing my mind of all of the things that I have to remember. So throughout the day, I'm constantly setting reminders through Siri. So I don't have to try to keep track of everything. I have a joke. If it's not in my phone, if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. So the second I have something that I want to remember, I throw it into Siri. I have it in my calendar and then I don't have to stress about it. I also highly recommend doing a little audit of your life. This is something that I talked about in my productivity podcast and going through and doing some time blocking. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I won't go too far into it because I really elaborated on that in there, but time blocking is such a wonderful tool that can be used as a mom, as a business person, as a student. And if you're not implementing it in your life, please go listen to that episode. I think as moms, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to another person and see what somebody else is doing and see how their life looks and wonder, why doesn't my life look like that? But in reality, we should be looking at all of the wonderful things that we should be grateful for in our life. I know gratitude practice really helped me as a mom because it's easy to overlook all of these small miracles that we experience every day. So if you're feeling the overwhelm as a mom, I, I highly recommend implementing gratitude practice into your day today. Start the day before you look at the phone, before you start to go make lunches and do all the things for your kids. Spend a couple of minutes writing out the things that that you're grateful for at the beginning of the day and then again at the end of the day. This two to three minute practice will help you reassess and refocus on what really matters. Don't worry about making your life look perfect. Worry about making your life full of joy. Being perfect has nothing to do with bringing joy into your life. And the second I stopped worrying about being perfect or having my life look a certain way, my life really started to feel a certain way. 
So if you feel like there's something missing or that you're screwing it all up, I I want to remind you that so many moms feel like this. I've talked to so many different moms over the years and we all feel like we're slipping in some category. But the most important thing that you can do is to look at your life with joy and remove the elements that stress you out. There is no requirement to throw your child a perfect Pinterest party. There is no requirement to perfectly edit your photos. And in reality, I, I think that we're going to be really sad when we look back at the only pictures that we have of our kids are filtered and edited. I hope that you start to take the pictures of the messy moments, the real moments, the moments that are the true reality that you're living in. Our kids are going to grow up and they're going to move on and they're not going to remember the perfectly styled month-to-month photos. What they'll remember is the bond that you created with them. They're going to remember the, the happy memories that you make and those memories have nothing to do with Pinterest crafts. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. And if you are listening to this episode and it spoke to you, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story and tag me. I love seeing that you guys are listening and it just means the world to me when you share this message with other people.